Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What is up, everybody? Welcome into this Monday episode of Flippin' Bats. Mondays are always full. We got a new top 10 Major League Baseball power rankings. We got a team of the week, player of the week. We got top three rookies of the week. Overreaction Monday, which we have some great stuff in there today. Are the New York teams in trouble without their stars? Bobby Miller with the Dodgers. Is Andrew McCutcheon a Hall of Famer? Tons of stuff coming at you. Also, some big news. We, we got a lot for you. Let's get to it. Some blowout. Eighth inning, 10 3. Bases are loaded for Verlander, who waits out a real pitch. He swings, and it's a high fly ball. Deep center field. It is gone. Home run. And a huge bat flip to celebrate. All right, Ben, start the show already. What is up, my friends? I hope everybody had a great weekend. Alex, I'm sure yours was 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 all over the place because it always is. Um, before I ask you, I would just like the world to know that, as everyone knows, we record during the Sunday night baseball game. Currently, it's 2-2 in the bottom of the ninth, and it's already craziness happening. So I'm sure we'll, we'll get an update here in a second. But Alex... Your weekend. Just just explain. <laughs> just tell me what happened. Uh, so I basically went on tour with my husband's band, Pepper. I went to Vegas, the show in Vegas, sold out show at the Virgin Theater, which used to be the old hard rock epic. And then I was actually down in San Diego and went to their sold out show right next to Petco Park, like just on the other side of the convention center, oh, this snap. new outdoor amphitheater. And it was just, I was living my best life. I was having a great time you dancing on stage, just just loving every moment of it. How was your weekend? My weekend was rather low key. Not sounds about right. Not much Golfing? to it. You're you go all over the world. <laughs> I just you know I might golf once a weekend. Yeah. I just you know play some video games in there, watch a bunch of baseball, hang out with some friends, and those are my weekends. It's good. It's why this works. You know, you, you yeah. need balance. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you mentioned you were just in San Diego. Alex, we have some big news. Yes, we do. That we have been teasing for, I feel like, a few weeks now. Uh-huh. But Flippin' Bats is going on the road to San Diego Let's go. this weekend. We're going down to Petco. It's going to be a great series down there. Padres against the Rays, the best team in baseball. Mm-hmm. We're going to have live shows. We have a live show Friday night, live show Saturday night. Uh, a bunch of fun stuff in between there, a bunch of videos. It's We have a, a lot planned, but that's not our only surprise, yeah. might I add. While we're down there, the, the Monday and Tuesday shows, we're going to record from San Diego. Wednesday will be a guest, and when we get back, yes. Thursday's live episode next week will be from our brand new state-of-the-art studio I, I have seen pictures I walked through a couple weeks ago. I've tried to stay out of it now to get the full surprise and full effect. It is going to be next level. So our Thursday live episode next week 
will be from our brand new studio. I'm so excited. I actually haven't been over there and seen any of the progress. Just, I think they sent us photos of everything getting ripped out because they literally just gutted the whole thing. That's the last you've seen? That's the last I've seen of it. Oh my God. I am so, because we're not, for those who don't know, we're not actually on the Fox lot right now while we're doing these. Um, We're in a very quaint little (laughs) studio that's extremely warm, but it's, it's been amazing to us. Uh, I'm just, I'm so excited to see. I'm so excited to see this, especially if it's anything close to, because they just redid a lot of the studios on the second yeah. floor. So now they're kind of, they're slowly working their way up the fifth God, floor. It's gonna be fifth floor finally got that makeover. Incredible. I am so excited. Um, it's also, this is a, a big week yeah. for Flippin' Bats, everything we mentioned. Also, Wednesday's episode is with the guy that's, oh, just hitting about 400 mm-hmm. this season. Luisa Rise joins me for Wednesday's episode. Uh, that's going to be a blast. Monday, which we record this Sunday night. So by the time people are listening tomorrow, I'm going to Denver for the day, Monday. Did you know that? Oh, look at you traveling. uh, I'm going to a charity event at Coors Field. I will be hitting at Coors Field. It's a UC Health charity event to raise money for cancer awareness and research. And uh, yeah, I I did this last year. And I guess I... I, d- I raised the most money of everybody so last year, so I got every the home run you hit. You get a like it's you not raise even a home money. Run. They have so what is it? They have this fence like a few feet into the outfield, and it's for like there's there's um, cancer survivors there that hit, wow. and then there's some like just random people. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm one of those random people, and they have a fence set up where if you hit this this or over the fence, you get points. Well, that fence is like twenty feet into the outfield. Oh snap! So I got up and. <laughs> I think I hit like six homers over the fence, like over the actual yeah. fence of Coors Field last year. And I raised the most money. I raised a lot of money for charity. I think we got, I think we, I think we ended up raising over a quarter million dollars for wow. charity. And I got the invite back. I oh, guess. yeah. They're like, we definitely need Verlander <laughs> to come back. Yeah. Hit those home runs. Let's raise some money for yeah. an incredible cause. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that'll be, we'll, we'll update everything there when, when I'm back. But, yeah, that'll be fun. That is going to be really fun. Hitting its course field is always fun. What's it like in Denver right now? Is it cold? Is it warm? No, I mean, it's cold no, it's here not. in LA, so it's like we basically live no. in like what Seattle in LA. It's not. It's not <laughs> cold, but it okay. should. It's always fun hitting there because of the altitude. Yeah, like, I should theoretically every stadium. I is it. I was playing professional baseball not too many years ago. Like, I should be able to hit balls out of stadiums. But Coors is always so much more fun yeah. because it's like you can miss a ball, like feel like you missed uh-huh. one. And it, it, it gets just out. Flies. And the balls you launch are just so much fun. Oh, Ooh. I'm gonna have a blast. Oh, it's gonna be yeah. great. So that uh that's coming up. So it's a good it's a good week. We it's got a, a lot great going week. on. We leave uh for San Diego Friday. Friday. So we'll have a live show. We'll a normal Friday show will come out in the morning. And then we will have our live post game show down there from San Diego. Uh it's gonna be a blast. It is gonna be a blast. So yeah. uh let's get started. Okay. Because it's it. Monday. We got to start with overreaction Monday. I'm going to give Ben some possible statements that he may think are an overreaction. So you tell me if it's an overreaction or not. Okay. Okay. Let's get started with our first overreaction. The Rays and Rangers series was an ALCS preview. Mm. Mm. That was our tail of the tape. Yep. Last week. Congrats. Ah. You won the tail of the tape. You're back up one. Back on top, baby. Uh, so Rays end up winning that series. Uh, Rays Rangers series was an ALCS preview. I'm going to say this is an overreaction 
Um, I look, both of these teams are are elite. I think last week in my power rankings they were both one and two. Not not to spoil this week's, but last week there I had them as the two best. But I do I believe in the in both of these teams enough to meet in the ALCS? Well, the Rangers have a lot of holes in their bullpen. Not a lot of holes. They have one glaring hole that is very large, which is the bullpen. So how do they address that at the trade deadline? We just had Ken Rosenthal on. He was last Wednesday's episode and spoke about how the Rangers are going to be very aggressive. I also last week talked about uh, this timing was bad, but I talked a lot about how for I believe the Rangers are a World Series team, but they need Jacob deGrom. We all know how what, what happened. They yeah. will not have Jacob deGrom, obviously, out with Tommy John for the rest of the year and the majority of next year. Um, Rays, are, Rays are really good. I'm going to say no, though. Look, the Astros have made six consecutive ALCS appearances. Six consecutive. They are still very good this year. They have had some bumps and bruises and some injuries to deal with. I, I, are they as good as everybody else? Are they as good as the elite of the elite in the game right at this moment? I would say no. But six consecutive ALCS appearances, four of the last six World Series have involved the Houston Astros. I have to believe, until they're not anymore, that the Astros are going to get back to the ALCS. So if you're going to ask me if these two teams square up against each other in the ALCS, I will say that is an overreaction. Okay. But they're good. Yeah. Very good. That's fair. Okay. All right. Let's move to our next overreaction. The New York teams are in trouble without their stars. Both on the 10-day IL, Mm -hmm. stars for the Mets being Pete Alonso, star for the Yankees being obvious, Aaron Judge there, out after that injury running into the wall out in Dodger Stadium. Um, No timetable for return for Aaron Judge, although placed on the 10-day IL, his big toe contusion sprain or strain or what, what happens to your toe? Is it a sprain or a strain? I think it's a sprain, sprain of a ligament in his toe. Um, So the Yankees are in trouble without Aaron Judge, I would say. 30 and 19 with Aaron Judge in the lineup, averaging five runs a game. Eight and nine entering Sunday. So we'll see what happens here. The Red Sox just took the lead in the 10th inning, Mm. three to two. So they're eight and nine entering Sunday without Aaron Judge, averaging 3.3 runs per game. So, yeah, they're in trouble. On the other side of things, are the Mets in trouble without Pete Alonso? The Mets are in trouble (laughs) with trouble. The Mets are in trouble with Pete Alonso. Yeah, they're and now they don't have him. He's expected to miss a month, about a month. Oof. They're they're in trouble. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely in trouble without him. So yeah, these New York teams that are very good and spend a lot of money to be very good are the Mets are clearly in more trouble than the Yankees. The Yankees are are fine. They're not playing great baseball right now, but they're treading water. They're okay. You can't afford to tread water long in the AL East, but the Mets are in 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 deep doo-doo. And Alex apparently laughs at the word doo-doo. <laughs> I just what? <laughs> They who are. Use, who uses doo-doo? The Mets are ben. in doo-doo. How old are you? Five? It's okay. Keep going. So, yeah, they're in trouble. So, my answer is absolutely not an overreaction. Yankees are in trouble without them. They do not play good baseball. 
and the Mets are just in trouble with or without him right now, and they need to turn it around. Yeah, I, I'm with you on both those. Okay. Okay, let's move to our next one. Corbin Carroll will win MVP in the next five years. (laughs) Oh, baby. I love this question. Are you kidding me? Corbin MVP CC, named by me, yours truly, wins an MVP in the next five years. He could win MVP this year, Alex. Now, there is a name that exists, Uh Ronald Acuna exists so is ronald acuna gonna win mvp this year very strongly yes uh very strongly heading in that direction Mm -hmm. but i mean corbin as of right now he's hitting 308 with 13 homers 33 rbis and 19 stolen bases in his rookie season i've talked a lot this year about how ronald acuna could be the first player in the history of baseball to go 30 60 30 home runs 60 stolen bases he, would also, he is on pace to go 30-50. He would join Eric Davis, and Barry Bonds is the only to ever do that. Corbin Carroll is also on pace to go 30-50, meaning 30 home runs and 50 stolen bases, and join only Eric Davis and Barry Bonds and maybe Ronald Acuna as the only players in history to do that. And Corbin Carroll is a rookie. In his last seven days, he's batting 476 with four homers, in the last month, he's hitting 400, over 400, and on the year, he's been remarkable. June 364, 432, uh, 818 OPS, or 818 on base. Let me start over. I get excited when I talking know. Corbin Carroll. I know. Okay? You need to take a deep breath. An OPS of 1.251, over 1250. 364 batting average in the month of June. Corbin Carroll is the real deal. Is he going to win an MVP in the next five years? You bet your ass he is. I say yes. <laughs> I love how excited you get for Corbin Carroll and the D-backs. Yeah. Either or gets you like more fired up than anything this season. The fighting D-backs. I, hey, they're great. Hey, you made a bold statement, and it's it's Watch panning out, out well They're going to bite you. All right. Fighting snakes. Let's move on to our next Overreaction Monday. Okay. Bobby Miller is the Dodgers' new ace. Bobby Miller is the Dodgers' new ace. Ooh. Bobby Miller is the real deal. Now, is he the ace of the staff right at this moment? Well, with Julio is out, I don't know. Honestly, there there's a, a talk for it. I mean, he's been remarkable. Um, I've been following Bobby Miller's career since he's in the minor leagues. I'm a big fan of his. The guy throws absolute fire, wipeout breaking ball stuff. He come up, comes up to the big leagues through four starts, has a 0.78 mm-hmm. ERA. He's three and two, or three and zero oh in 23 innings with 23 strikeouts in those innings and a 0.83 WHIP. So I will say Bobby Miller is the future and uh, the future of this Dodgers rotation. And I'll do you one better, Alex. Okay. I will say that Bobby Miller is the reason that the Dodgers could make it to the World Series this year. Wow. They needed a guy like Bobby Miller. They desperately needed him. Now, this will be I they need bullpen help. Yep. I think they will address it at the deadline, though there there might not be a ton out there. So it's going to be an arms race at the deadline for relief pitching arms. But the Dodgers desperately needed him. Walker Bueller out. Then you start looking at, okay, well they have they have two guys that you can trust in the playoffs. 
and Julio Urias and and Clayton Kershaw. Spare mm-hmm. me with the with the Kershaw playoffs. He's proven that like he's had very bad starts in the playoffs and very good starts. Like I think that I think that's all been overblown a little bit. So Julio and Kershaw, but where do you turn? From there, Tony Gonsolin has not been the same Tony Gonsolin this year. Uh, we saw in the playoffs, I don't know. We, Bobby Miller throws 100 miles an hour with wipeout stuff, and he's 3-0 and with a 0.780 RA. Faced the New York Yankees in a primetime Sunday night baseball game, which was a big test for me to see him be able to compete in that, and he passed that with flying colors. He's great, and if the, Red, if the White – if the Dodgers Thank make you. it to the World Series, it'll be because Bobby Miller has a big part in that. I got to call you out on this because it was Bobby Miller. When we were having tail of the tape, I took the Dodgers, you took the Yankees, and Bobby was pitching Sunday night for the Dodgers against the Yanks. Mm-hmm. I said, I believe in Bobby Miller. He's going to do this. He's 2-0. and I, b- I believe he is the real deal. I believe he can do this. And you said, I don't know. This is going to be This is going to be a test. This is... Mm-hmm. Sunday night Check. baseball against the Yankees, national TV. Check. You were worried about it. You Check. still took the Yankees. I mean, the Yankees Check. ended up winning, but he checked all the boxes. Alex. Yeah, that's what I needed to say. I'm I not know. just gonna. I'm not just gonna. He was a top prospect. I followed a lot of his career. I I like Bobby Miller a lot. I watched him in the Futures game as well. The guy's a star. Mm-hmm. But there's a certain. I can't just blindly be like, "Yep, put him in the Hall of Fame." I need like there's certain big tests that you face along the way, and to me that was the one of you have his first ever start. Yeah. Then you have a big primetime start against the New York Yankees. It, it wasn't certainly, and you can attest. It wasn't that I didn't believe in him. Yeah. One, I went the other. I went with the Yankees in that series, which they did win the series. Mm-hmm. And I also was he going up against Garrett Cole in that game? No, no. Garrett Cole pitched the night. He was prior. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, that was a big test for me. Yeah. And. Check, check, check. He yeah. checked all the boxes. It's and exciting. I've I've seen enough to be able to say that uh, Bobby Miller is the real deal and going to be a huge part of the Dodgers' success. That's fun. There's been so much that's happened, by what? the way. I know. Okay. You got really distracted. The Yankees apparently made the greatest, one of the most insane catches of all time. I look at I look down at my phone. Yeah, it's three to two Red Sox. They oh, sc- this is why you said Yankees Red Sox when you were trying to say Dodgers. Yeah, came out, I was you were looking red, at white, your phone the, watching. The I was game. looking. I was watching the game because okay, this, there were runners on sense. base. The they scored. It was three to two. Then there was a sick catch at, out in left field, up against the wall. Saved a couple of runs. Crashed into the wall. Almost robbed the homer. I don't know if it was going out because I'm paying attention and doing what I'm doing now. And now I look down. And 3-2, almost, a, it looked like off the bat it might be a walk-off, but it's 3-2, bottom of the 10th, runner on third, one out. That's what's going on. A lot going on. A lot going on. Yeah. Are you ready to move to this next one? This yeah. This next overreaction? Yep. Okay. Let's move on here. Andrew McCutcheon is a future Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Oh. This is, this is becoming a very interesting conversation yeah so there's a couple directions you can go when looking at Andrew McCutcheon um the that stretch with the Pirates it was like a three four five year stretch Mm -hmm. where he was like the best player in baseball and he's certainly the best Pirates player of all time that has touched PNC Park he's the greatest player since the Pirates moved into PNC Park which is 2001 I believe um and he, we just saw him on Sunday 
reach the milestone of 2,000 hits. Congratulations to Andrew McCutcheon mm -hmm. on that. 2,000 hits. He's five home runs away from the 300 or from the 300 mark. So then you start looking. You you really start looking at the milestones he's reached. Right now there are 18 players who have reached the 1,000 runs scored, 2,000 hits, 1,000 RBIs, 300 homers, which he's five away from, and 200 stolen base stat line in MLB history. 18. Half of those are Hall of Famers. Half of them. Mm. Hank Aaron, Jeff Bagwell, George Brett, Andre Dawson, Reggie Jackson, Willie Mays, Jackie Robinson, Larry Walker, Dave Winfield. So then it, that makes the conversation a little trickier. Yeah. Then you start looking at his accolades. MVP award winner, five-time All-Star, four-time Silver Slugger. He has a gold glove to his name. With all of that said, in my opinion, Andrew McCutcheon had a Hall of Fame peak and is ultimately in the Hall of Very, Very, Very Good. But not, not, the, Hall not of fame. the Hall of Fame. Ooh. All right. That's my thoughts. Okay, hot take. Great. I mean, uh, one of the best peaks and five-year stretch of all time. When he was with the Pirates, when he was rocking the dreadlocks, it was so much fun. He was the leader of that good Pirates team, and he meant and means everything to that city. For him to get 2,000 hits back in a Pirates uniform, with the Pirates playing really well, by the way, it just feels right. It's special. So I, yeah, it's okay for me. Hall of very, 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 very good, but not Hall of Fame. Okay, okay. that's fair. Yep. All right, we have one more overreaction. Okay. The 2023 home run leader is currently on the IL. Whoo. Mm -hmm. Okay. We got three big names on the IL right so now. So the the person that will end up leading the league yes. at, when all is said and done. Yes. Okay. So we have. Currently on the IL, Pete Alonzo, who's at 22, still leading Major yep. League Baseball. We have Aaron Judge, who's at 19, also on the IL. And we have Jordan Alvarez, who's at 18, and also on the IL. So, will one of those guys, Red Sox win, by the way. 3-2, ball game, Red Sox win. 3-2. Nice. Um, I'm going to say no. Mm. Pete Alonzo's leading, still, by, he's the only one over 20, so he's at 22. Pete's out for like a, a month. month. That's a long That's time tough. to miss. Aaron Judge, great argument to be had here. Um, he's on the 10-day IL. Mm -hmm. He's currently tied with Jorge Soler at 19. I don't, I don't know the timetable. I said this, yeah. I think it was last week. I don't love that Aaron Boone may have had a little slip in a press conference mm -hmm. where he said, we'll, evalu we'll evaluate him in a couple weeks. Days, I mean days. Don't love that, that that Weeks came out there. There's really no timetable for him. He's dealing with a sprain of his big toe. I don't I don't know how long that means. Hopefully it's just the 10 days. Then we're really back to a conversation of is Aaron, could Aaron Judge lead. Uh, Jordan Alvarez, that injury scares me. Jorge Soler got to 19. Shohei is now at 18. Kyle Schwarber is already at 17, and the month of June just began. Mm -hmm. Who knows? He could be at 40 by the end of the month of June. He's he the greatest hitter in June of all time. J.D. Martinez right behind him at 16, who's been hitting great. I'm going to say the 2023 home run champ 
is not currently on the IL. I will take my chances with Shohei, Schwarber, Solaire, Muncy. Yeah, the IL stints just really scare me. Yeah. I and mean, I don't know. It's like, a good amount of time to miss. I have not yet. To, I'm. It's Monday. Yeah. I have not yet heard Aaron Judge is going to come off the IL when the 10 days are up. Yeah. I haven't heard that. Mm-hmm. And that might change my tune a little bit. But as okay. a, you know, that's fair. I'll say no. That's fair. And that does it for Overreaction Monday, which means we are moving on to the top three Ooh. rookies of the week. And we're getting started with number three, who I think it, it was the biggest star of the week. Everybody was glued to the TV to see what Ellie De La Cruz was going to do in the big leagues, and he did not disappoint. No, he didn't. He's already – we now have a bunch of rookies to pick from, and he's yeah. already in his first week in the big leagues cracking the list of top three rookies of the week. 380 in his first week in the big leagues. The guy is hitting 380. He's got a homer. He's got four RBIs. He's got three stolen bases already. I – the timing of all of this is crazy because it was literally last week. I think it was last Monday. Yeah. We literally said, we call up Ellie De La Cruz. Hey, and I I went on to talk about how much of a freak he is. It was in our overreaction athlete. Monday. It was. It was yeah. literally this time last yeah. week. And the guy has every single tool in the books. And we see him come up in his first big league hit. He's already breaking stat cast. He hit a ball. Harder than anybody ever has that elevated in the strike zone or that elevated above the strike zone. He hit a ball almost out of the stadium. He's running faster than anybody in baseball this year. He's got the hardest throws from across the infield. Like this guy breaks that cast. And you hear about a guy like that coming up and you think, I mean, can this guy really like, can we really count on him all, like immediately? Mm-hmm. And the answer has been yes. He's been phenomenal. And I, I they, we, he had an infield single on on Sunday, and he's showed off his speed a couple of times. They asked him, I think the I think the question was basically like, "How fast are you?" or something like that. And his quote was, "I'm the fastest man on the planet." Like, not lacking confidence, which I love is important. That. Yep. has every single tool in the books. Ellie De La Cruz is a star, and already is in my top three rookies of the week. That's fun. Yeah. All right, moving on to number two, Andrew Abbott of. The Cincinnati Reds. Reds. Look at this. How about the Reds? Doubling down. I mean, Andrew Abbott comes up. First first two starts in the big leagues. Guess what? 2-0. Zero earned runs and two starts. Phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, didn't give up a run and two starts. I mean, you can't ask for much more than that. UVA guy, by the way, University of Virginia. Stud. Two starts, not yeah. a run. That's going to get you. You know, like it's hard to put... Elliot, number three on a list. But if you come up, make your debut, end up with two starts, and you don't give up a run as a big-time prospect coming up, again, the conversation becomes, well, good luck. The the Reds are doing it again. Mm -hmm. The Reds have all the writing right there. They just got to handle it right. And I don't know. I believe – here's what I'll say. Okay. I believe in the players on the field and the players in that organization and – the manager and the bullpen. I, bl- I believe in all of that. I don't yet believe in the front office to do the right thing. It's not to say they won't, but this is the time to prove that they can do the right thing and will do the right thing. Um, but in his two starts, 10 strikeouts and 11 and two thirds innings and not a single earned run, he is number two on my rookies of the week. 
And at number one, your MVP CC, Corbin Carroll. Let's go. The guy just, I mean, how often? It feels so good to bet on a player before the year starts, tell everybody to hop on the fan wagon with me, and next thing you know, we're having legitimate MVP conversations, at least I am, with Corbin Carroll, who hit 500 on the week with three homers, seven RBIs, and three stolen bases. There is legitimate talk. If the if the season ended right now, he gets MVP votes in his rookie season. And that is remarkable. What a week for Corbin Carroll. What a week for the fighting D-backs who just can't lose. They're one of the best teams in baseball. Just the vibes are good out there in, in Arizona. And the D-backs are rolling. And it's Corbin Carroll is the leader of this team. Friend mm-hmm. of the pod. Big fan of his. And he's just been, I mean, you know how happy this makes me. I know. So, and it's not just You're here glowing. because, I, look, he's. You're glowing. Ellie De La Cruz at three. Like a proud dad. Andrew Abbott, <laughs> Corbin Carroll, number one on Rookies of the Week. Uh, you are. You're like a proud yeah. dad. Yeah. And I'm look proud. like he could be his dad. All right. That wraps up the rookies. Let's take a quick break before Team of the Week. All right. Welcome back. Let's get into Team of the Week. And I imagine we're going to see one of those guys on this list, but let's get started behind the plate at catcher, Gary Sanchez. Padres legend, (laughs) Gary Sanchez. Yeah. What is going on I love it so much. The guy, since we saw him come up to the big leagues with the Yankees and got cold after that, has not been like, has not been good really since. And he's caught on with a bunch of different teams and has never really stuck and then the Padres sign him after being in the big leagues for like two hours with the New York Mets. The Padres sign him and 273 on the week with three homers, eight RBIs, and an OPS north of 1,100. Now five homers on the year. Gary Sanchez, Padres legend. He's my they need catcher. It. Yeah. Oh, they need it. All right, moving to first base, Jose Abreu. Another – Jose Abreu has finally found his power swing. Yep. He's now at three homers on the year. 308 on the week, two homers, six RBIs. The man's back. Mm-hmm. He's finally, it was hard on him. I told you, he yeah. needed the homer. He needed to get over the hump, and he did. He got the home run, slid the, into the dugout with his team. It and was you could hard tell. on him. Yeah. The fan base started like, and it didn't help. Yuli Gurriel was going off at the time. Like, it was tough. So it's good to see Jose Abreu turn around. He's my first baseman on team of the week. At second base, Luis Arise. Luis Arise. Future friend of the pod in a couple of days. He joins Wednesday, and he hit 500 on the week. Four RBIs and an OPS over 1,000. Which, when you hear Luis Arise has an OPS north of 1,000, you know he had a really good week and didn't get out much because the guy does not hit many homers. Yeah. So, a lot of singles involved. But at, at a certain point, it's just like the guy's hitting... I believe at the start of the new week, I think he's at 397. I mean, this is ridiculous. 500 on the week. Good for him. He's my second baseman. Over to third base, Jose Ramirez. J-Ram, 385, four homers, eight RBIs, and an OPS of almost 1,400. Jose Ramirez hasn't had a great year so Mm -hmm. far by his standards. And by his standards, I mean he is one of the best third basemen in the game of baseball, probably in a top three category. And he hadn't been that guy this year until this week. He's really just taken off. He had those. He had three homers 
on the day. He hit, there was a doubleheader. He hit three homers, hit one the next day. J Ram's heating up. He's my third baseman this week. At shortstop, Corey Seeker. Yeah, this is he's a big part of this Rangers team that is really, really good. Hit four hundred on the week, two homers, six RBIs and OPS north of twelve hundred. Corey Seeger is back in this lineup after his injury that kept him out for quite a while, and he's back to raking. Never really missed a beat. Went down when he went down, he was raking. When he's come back, he's been great. So he's my shortstop. Moving to the outfield, in no particular order, we just have three outfielders. Your first one, Kyle Schwarber. Is that any surprise to anybody? No. The calendar turns to June, and Kyle Schwarber turns into Barry Bonds. Four homers on the week, eight RBIs. He slugged 1,000 on the dot, a slugging percentage of 1,000. 263 average, but it's about the homers. There was a walk-off homer in there. June Schwarber is the best Schwarber, and it was a, it's a blast to watch him. And it's been a struggle for him so mm-hmm. far this year, and it's been nice to see him uh, hop out of that struggle. So he's my first of three outfielders. And your second outfielder, your fave, Corbin Carroll. Corbin Carroll, of course he's here. 476 on the week, four homers, eight RBIs, and a 1685 OPS. Remarkable. You all know the drill. Corbin Carroll's my second of three outfielders. And your final outfielder, Nolan Jones. Nolan Jones, again, want to specify with Team of the Week that this these stats go from Sunday through Saturday, but it must be known that on Sunday, this as in this recent Sunday, walk-off homer from Nolan Jones. It does not count for these stats, but the guy is in fuego. 400 on the week, two homers, five RBIs, and an OPS over 1,200. He is my third of three outfielders. Kyle Schwarber, Corbin Carroll, Nolan Jones. Time for the designated hitter, the one and only Shohei Otani. What a week for Shohei, offensively especially. 348, three homers, six RBIs, an OPS of just about 1,300. Was a triple away from the cycle on Mm -hmm. Friday. Um, The multiple home runs, he's breaking stat cast with his his homer that was, I believe, 112.9 miles an hour. Um, I've said it before, I'll say it again. When Shohei isn't doing something as well as he normally does. He typically does better at the, you know, like when he's not pitching to his full capability, he's hitting better to make up for it and Mm -hmm. vice versa. And right now his pitching isn't exactly where he would love for it to be. His offense has been insane. And uh, yeah, he's getting hot with the homers as well. There's a realistic chance. He leads the league in homers this year. He's not far behind as a pitcher. Remarkable. So yeah, he's my DH this week. All right, well, let's get to the starting pitcher this week, Bobby Miller. Bobby Miller, the rookie. Talked about him earlier saying the Dodgers could make it to a World Series this year, and if they do, it's going to be a huge part because Bobby Miller is a part of this team. The rookie has come up and made three starts. He's 1-0. He's got a 1-0 on the week, 0 ERA, 14 strikeouts, 4 hits, 12 innings pitched. Bobby Miller is the real deal. 23 innings on the year and a 0.78 ERA. The guy throws 100. He's got wipeout breaking ball stuff. Bobby Miller is my starter on Team of the Week. Boy, did the Dodgers need that. Yeah. All right, let's move to your closing pitcher. 
Rizella Iglesias. Rizella Iglesias for the Braves. A lot of these came against the New York Mets, but three saves on the week, zero earned runs given up, five strikeouts, and zero hits in his four innings. And that will be just enough to call it perfect. Mm-hmm. Three saves, zero runs, zero hits, four innings. And that is how you become the closer of the week. And that rounds out the team of the week. So uh, congrats to these guys. Great stuff on the week. But that leaves, Alex, our player of the week. So my player of the week Mm -hmm. is going to be Corbin Carroll. No surprise there. No surprise. 476, four homers, eight RBIs, and eight runs scored. I mean, what more can he say about the guy? He does every single thing imaginable, and Corbin Carroll is my player of the week. My player of the week is one and only Shohei Otani. Ooh, okay. Batting 348 on the week, three home runs. And you have to also remember, he might not be doing as well, as you mentioned before, on the mound as he would like to, but he is making up for that at the plate. He was one hit shy of hitting for the cycle while pitching for the third time this year. (laughs) He's going to hit for the cycle. I believe he is going to hit for the cycle this year. It's going to happen. He's heating up offensively. He's, he, as you just said, he might even lead the league in home runs here within a couple weeks with a couple of the top guys on the IL. So yeah, Shohei Otani is my player. Of the week. All right, good. I I I, I agree. I know you do. Well, not agree because he's not mine, but mm-hmm. you know. I know. It's hard to disagree. You can't. Okay. It's time for the power rankings, and let's get started with number ten making their power ranking debut this season. The Miami Marlins. That is right. The Marlins. I feel like I feel like for weeks we've been saying put some respect on their name. The Marlins are for real, and for the first time they crack the top ten. Major League Baseball power rankings, 37 and 29. Look, they're three and a half games behind a very good Atlanta Braves team. Mm -hmm. They're second in the NL East. And then you really start to look at this team. They have one of the nastiest pitching rotations in the game of baseball. Very young and inexperienced, but nasty. And by the way, reigning NL Cy Young Award winner Sandy Alcantara hasn't even really pitched to his capability at all this year. They have a guy that's towards the top of the league in home runs. They have a guy that's hitting almost 400. They have really fast guy. They have play a good defense. It's like they have everything. Are they a full, like, do they have the deepest lineup in the world? No, but, I mean, you pitch well, you get on base, you hit for power. They're a really good team. Put some respect on their name. They're here at number 10. They're real. All right, at number nine, down four spots. The Dodgers. Tough stretch for the Dodgers. They are now uh, in second place, a good bit behind the D-backs, the fighting D-backs. 37 and 29, just in the midst of a rough, rough stretch for the Dodgers. But Bobby Miller's really good. There's a positive. (laughs) Dodgers are at number nine. And at number eight, an even bigger drop, down five spots, the New York Yankees. You know, I bumped the Yankees up. A good bit last week, ahead of where, uh, ahead, pretty high up there. I think yeah. they were at number three, right down five. So then what happened? Well, that uh, the power rankings come out Monday, put them together Sunday night. Aaron Judge gets hurt Saturday night. Then it comes out he's going on the IL. So guess what? They're without 
Aaron Judge, and guess what? They have not been good without Aaron Judge since him, since his, since his. Uh, what do you call it when injury. he goes? Since his injury and his, he goes on the IL. Yeah, it's just been a mess. And Anthony Rizzo and Giancarlo Stanton are in the midst of a slump at the same time. While you have Aaron Judge going on the IL, so then you look at it, you you don't have Aaron Judge. You have a slumping Anthony Rizzo. You have a slumping Giancarlo Stanton. Where's the offense going to come from? Well, the answer is they don't have any offense, and that's why they've really been scuffling in a pretty big fall here. They are 38-29, and 29, but fall a good bit to number eight. At number seven, down one spot, the Houston Astros. Astros are 37-29, and 29, bunting down one spot. Not a great week. Not a terrible week. They're just kind of... You know, Jose Altuve dealing with another injury. Michael Brantley not yet back. Jordan goes down. He's now on the IL. You know, not the Astros that we've been, not not the elite of the elite Astros anymore. And I think this this week was I we're literally coming off of a week where I put them in the elite mm-hmm. tier of a of a graphic, right? But this past week with due to injuries, due to some pitching, due to some Injury setbacks with Jordan. Without Jordan, the Astros certainly are not the elite of the elite. So they've been bumped down to 37 and 29. Or to seven. They didn't get I yeah. didn't bump them down to that record. I bumped them down to yes. seven. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Up three spots at number six, the Toronto Blue Jays. Okay. The Blue Jays are 37 and 30, but man, are they playing good baseball? They're one of those teams that's in that chunk there in the middle of the AL East, mm-hmm. but the Blue Jays are good, man. And Sunday, a really good comeback against the Twins. They hit well. They pitch well. They play really good defense. I I like the Blue Jays. They're here at number six. Moving to your top five, up three spots, one of your faves, the D-backs. That's right. Their first appearance in the top five. The Arizona Diamondbacks are 40 and 25. 40 yep. and 25. Yep. It's remarkable. They're getting production from really a lot of places in their lineup. I know I talk about Corbin Carroll a lot, but Lourdes Gurriel Jr. has been really good. Christian Walker, really good. Cattell Marte, Gabriel Moreno behind the plate. Zach Gallen, the ace of the staff. Merrill Kelly has a sub-3 ERA. They're getting production from everywhere. They're a top-five team in the game of baseball right now. And at number four, Holden Strong. The Baltimore Orioles. Yeah, the O's, this is where they were. This is where they it. Mm. They, they is. They this is. is. This is where they are. <laughs> they are 41 and 24. So, so far this year, the Orioles have been one of the best teams in the game of baseball, but they've been doing it without Gunnar Henderson being very good at all. Well, Gunnar Henderson is back. He hit a home run, I believe it was on Sunday, 460-some feet onto Utah Street, when he's rolling, this team is just even better, and they need him offensively without Cedric Mullins and some of the injuries they're dealing with right now. So the O's are still playing really well. They're 41 and 24 here at number four. Moving to number three, up four spots, the Atlanta Braves. Look, the, the Braves were never not a top, top team in the game of baseball. They just went through a really difficult stretch, but they got out of that stretch. They won seven games in a row. Three of those were against the New York Mets swept the Mets in a big series, and they were trailing in every single one of those games by three or more runs, which was historic for them and historic for 
the Mets in the opposite direction. But you watch this team, and there's no doubt they're one of the best teams in the game of baseball. Their lineup is so good. Alex, you you know, and we've talked mm-hmm. about me when I watch Justin pitch. When when he when it's against the Braves, there's just no letdown. Like you don't get to the seventh spot in the lineup and think, well. Okay, well, you can, you know, not that this inning's going to be easy, but you're definitely not facing, like, the toughest part of the lineup this inning. Well, 7, 8, 9 in the Braves lineup, Orlando Arce is hitting, like, 330 on the year, and he's batting, like, 7th or 8th. Michael Harris, Michael Harris the second NL Rookie of the Year last year is batting ninth, and he's starting to heat up a little bit. There's no quit in the Braves lineup. They are one of the best teams in the game of baseball, and they are 40-25 and 25 in number three this week. Moving to your top two. These are the two best teams in baseball. At two, Holden Strong, the Texas Rangers. Holden Strong. And I'm not going to knock them for losing to, spoiler alert, the best team in the game of baseball. You just can't do it. They're 41-23. and 23. They've been playing great all year long. Nate Eovaldi and John Gray have been two of the best one-two punches in all of the game of baseball this year. Offensively, we know how good they are. And, yeah, I'm not going to move them down because they lose a series two out of three. It was a great series, competitive series, because they lose two out of three to the Rays, who are, again, at number one on my list. The Tampa Mm -hmm. Bay Rays is who they lose to. You can't knock them for that. But the Rays are number one again and again and again. It's been the majority of the season. They're Mm -hmm. 48 and 20. That's just light years above everybody else. Yep. They're 48 and 20. Tyler Glass now is now back. He's been great on the mound. Healthy Tyler Glass now is good for the game of baseball because obviously you see what he does on the mound, but you also get a good, like, you, you get to see the hair bounce as he mm-hmm. walks off the mound. Baseball is better when Tyler Glass now and his hair are out there on the mound. Rays take down one of the best teams in baseball in the Rangers, and they stay here at number one on this week's new top 10 teams of the week and we're gonna see him this weekend down in san diego because that's where we're going friday padres rays gonna be a good gonna be a good series yeah padres playing better baseball yep rays playing the same baseball they've played all year they're incredible so that's gonna be a good series but again be on the lookout for that we leave uh friday we start doing stuff down there um also be on the lookout for wednesday's episode Top 10 team this week, the Marlins. Luis Arise, a big reason for that. Guy's hitting around 400 on the year. He is going to be Wednesday's episode, and I am so excited for everybody to hear that episode because he is awesome. I'm such a fan of his. I like, can't wait Obviously to hear on the field, but the person he is going to talk all about hitting, his philosophy hitting, and so much more. So that's going to be a great, just a big week for Flipping Bats. And then next week, as you know, as we mentioned, we get into our new and improved studio. Big things happening. Yeah. Alex, big things happening. But for this Monday episode, that does it. Tomorrow, there will be two. Our normal episode that drops overnight. And then the This Week in Otani News bonus pod that drops later in the day. So thank you all for listening to this Monday episode of Flipping Bats. Make sure you subscribe. Anywhere you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, wherever. We're also on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and you can watch everything on YouTube as well at Flippin' Bats Pod for all of them. Thank you all for listening, my friends. Until tomorrow, peace.